Hello everybody and welcome to the Don't Be Mad Podcast, your weekly dose of one, two, three guys kicking back and shooting the shit, plus a white boy. I'm your boy Matthew, <laughs> aka Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with... Yeah, I'm in Jamali. We're oh my god, I was like, any day now, guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> What's I going on? Gonna go. We changed the setup and you guys forget how this goes? <laughs> I expected Jason to go, but you know, it is what it is. Jason's right here with all the power. Thank God, about time. <laughs> Jesus. This is the worst place you can put me because now I have all the control. Yeah, Jason and power. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It's Kanye with power. <laughs> first things first, February 1st. We're recording on a Friday. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Yeah. What, what are you shrugging for? I mean, I know it ain't. Black history for me is every day. Black excellence no, no. is every day. Black is every day for me. I don't need a month to celebrate. Oh, but I mean, no. I still appreciate it. I'm going to still acknowledge it. Yeah. I'm still use the fuck out of it. That's why I rock this hoodie right now. I've been debating if I'm going to rock it every week or just today. <laughs> just come with the hoodie. Just like, yo, I, I love my blackness and yours. I really do. Yours too, Tyler. I know there's like at least 2% in you. Tyler's like right <laughs> behind me. Tyler's like right behind me here. Get with a black chick and you can... P- have two percent on you. <laughs> Fingers <Wow>. crossed. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't pay too much mind to what he said. We're cracking jokes over here, man. Come on. The ignorance. But yeah, man. I was at first thinking I was gonna do like a double intro thing where one of the intros I say Tom Brady's won the Super Bowl and he's got six rings because technically this comes out on Monday. Then I was gonna do another one where I was gonna say Tom Brady made history by losing back-to-back Super Bowls. So either way, he's a goat. So I'm just throwing it out like that. We don't give a shit about Tom Brady over there. <laughs> <laughs> Why you hate Tom Brady? Do that shit on your own time. Look, all I'm saying is, <laughs> if he wants six rings, I called it. You know, for future me, good job. High five. If wow. he didn't do it, yo, good job to the Rams, man. Guaranteed it was that front four. They got to him. Well, they got to have to pressure his ass. That's what I got to say. That's all. It's a bull move. <laughs> okay. They got to make sure he doesn't have enough time in that pocket to chill and sit and think and dissect their off their defense. Look, if any team can do it, it would be the that Rams front four, man. That well, we already know who did it. But, you know. <laughs> look, Eagles <laughs> are the ones who did it after you guys. So, we got to look at them first. We did it twice. Yeah, congratulations. And on their perfect season. Is, isn't that two rings argument you keep doing? Two rings. <laughs> two rings. It doesn't matter. It's still facts. Look, you guys did it, man. Congratulations yeah, to y'all. Greatness. Now, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. I haven't oh, made any sure. crazy plans, so I'm most likely just going to watch it at home, order some pizza and wings, and kick back. And I'm going to come over and do nothing. Hey, you guys, <laughs> all three asleep. of you are more than welcome if you want to come to my place and watch the Super Bowl. I'll, I'll turn on the sound bar, you know, we'll make it nice and loud in that bitch. Hey, you, you loud. You know how loud my shit gets. Don't even worry about it. We'll yeah, it's fuck. usually good. I can't complain. We'll have the wall shaking. What do you say? It's good. I can't complain. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought he said I can't combine. I was like, damn, you already know that? You're already hating. <laughs> no, I thought he was wrong with you, dog. He already acted and was denied. <laughs> Couldn't get his permission slip signed. No, he's, like I said, man, because... Everybody who's been trying to say they're making plans, nothing's been confirmed. I'm just at the point where I was like, you know what? I have a home. I have a good TV. I have a good sound system. And I'm getting older. I don't need to run around You've just You've grown up to adulthood. Uh, adult. Man, I'm there. 
<laughs> I'm there. You know what? You know, this week, the greatest thing that happened to me, naps. Beautiful naps afterwards. Right what? Yo, you're gonna you're gonna tell me what? you can't appreciate a good nap. Yeah, but it's not something I praise, bro. Like chill. Yo. You know what? The reason I praise is because when we were kids, we were like forced to take naps and we never wanted to. We just wanted you to You were playing. forced to take naps and then No, but like to. even like in school, they'd be like, All right, it's nap time. I look forward to nap time. So now as an adult, you don't look forward to nap time? I've been looking forward to it my whole life. <laughs> so I, I'm good. I'm just saying, it's like you get, you come around to a place where it's just like, yeah, man, the naps. Like, why did we ever stop doing this? I mean, if you continue this conversation, I might then take a nap right here. Yo, so. I'd be this my dude guest. just low-key said you're boring. <laughs> well, he ain't, he's not interjecting with anything serious, so I mean, fuck, what does he want from me? God, If man. you got something better to say, say it, bro. No, I'm good. No let's one's holding on, you let's, back. Let's get on topic. Let's get on topic. I'm so, yeah. control. I'm controlling this shit from now on. Oh, oh, now. Jason's controlling it. Go for Look it. Look at me. Go for I'm it. Yo, go for it. Yo, I, I ain't even gonna hold you. You <laughs> forgot what happened to them Somalian smugglers after all. Huh? Was he called Fast and Loose? <laughs> I'm not a no. This is not Fast and Loose. I can't. Yo, I can't hey, you you said you're the captain now, so we Fast and Loose apparently. Go for it, Playboy. All right. Don't um, say Playboy. You might get in trouble. Hey. We're waiting. No, you pick a topic, whichever one you want. Uh, we talked about. I thought you were running the. I show. thought it was the captain. Huh? I thought you were the captain. The captain is a good leader. I lead. I don't tell you what to do. I lead. I don't tell you what to do. I lead. So then lead by example. Let's go. That's. Different. I don't think you know how captains do things. <laughs> hey, I love black. Tyler, mamba. what did I tell you about giving Jason power? Black mamba mentality. What well, black mamba just, mentality? Just get the rebound. Just get the rebound. That's what. Oh because you're going to miss every shot you take. Okay, okay, relax. <laughs> All right, I think you guys are in that energy, so let's just go straight into the NBA. Crazy trade that happened in the NBA. Porzingis went all the way to the Mavs for pretty much nothing, really, if we want to be honest about it. The Knicks are looking kind of crazy. Knicks are trash. Well, I mean, they've been trash. They're, they're pretty much in a tanking situation right now. But, what do you mean for nothing? They got, they got back which is, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, but uh, all the contracts of the guys that they got are expiring at the end of the year, and most likely none of them are going to resign. And, and... These are people that are not going to tank. Like DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Um, they're not going to go to New York and New York. continue Just the lose. we're here to lose mentality. They're actually going to try to win, and they're talented enough that they could actually win. Which, if you guys want Zion, probably wasn't the best thing to do. You should have just kept Porzingis, who wasn't playing anyways. And just waited till like later in the season when you knew you were completely but out Zion's of it. not coming out. Of, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna come out of, uh, of college. The NCAA. Dude, I dominate. keep telling he's coming out. There's what absolutely no do? reason for him to stay. No, no, no. I'm not saying he should stay. I'm just saying I don't think he's gonna come out and be a dominant force right away. Uh, one one thing I look at is when it comes to like college students coming out is the style of player they have, right? And also what's their efficiency, right? Because like you look at Duke, a lot of people are praising R.J. Barrett. Right. As, and as talented as he is, I can understand it, but he's not an efficient player. You know, but like you look at someone like Zion, he can give you 21 points, 24 points, and his shots will be like 11 of 13, 11 of 14, plus the free throws. But then you look at R.J. Barrett, he'll go for like 8 for 24. Majority of his points come off the line, and he'll give you that. 22 24 points the same as zion 
No, I get that. But what I'm saying is like Zion is a slasher, a, a big cat. You think he's going to be able to do that, what he's doing in the NCAA right now? You think he'll be able to do that at the NBA I level? I think so. On the With New York, especially since that's not a really big team. They're, if you look at majority of the guys on that roster, it's a lot of small ball. So it's a lot of fast movement. It's a lot of cuts. It's a right. lot of back doors. That would fit his style perfectly. No, no, but I'm talking about opponent teams. Like, oh, of course, with, with opponents, it's all about your matchups, anyways. And then you hope your coach is smart enough to put you in positions where you can make the plays happen. But when you're that type of player, that you know, you live in the trenches. You're a guy who goes after boards. You go for defensive plays. That translates well. Plus, he hasn't. He's nowhere near his ceiling of talent. Absolutely not. He still needs because to get a jump shot. you're looking at him in the NCAA with the talent that he has, the way he's playing, and it's pure very athletic. intelligent. But it's pure athletics, bro. Of Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to have the athletics. But it's all that. But understand, no fundamental. But that's what I mean. You you put him in the NBA now, and you teach him. those like, you have the athletics to do these things, but now we're going to give you the footwork. Wait, wait, we're wait, gonna, wait. You said teach him with the Knicks? What are the, that's, well, a pro, that's a problem well, right there. I get that's that, but... The next biggest problem isn't the coach, it's Dolan. That's no, the, the biggest the problem. Owner. The owner is yeah. Dolan. The yeah. owner is the biggest problem with the Knicks, not the yeah. coach. The coach is fine. But, but he's going to be out too because he doesn't want to stay in a situation. Well, where I, I don't happens. think their coach is going to stay out for sure, especially if they're able to get Zion. The coach is gone. They're going to try to get a coach that, can, that works well with younger guys, that is able to hone in that talent and, and, and essentially do what Coach K is doing for him right now, which who, is... Who are they going to get? What, what, what's their prospect? Well, look, I don't know what... I'll wait for... Jason Kidd? I'll wait for the end of the season <laughs> where we know exactly who's available, <laughs> what coaches get fired from other teams, and then we can make that assessment then. And that's especially if the Knicks end up getting that First number round, one number pick one because pick, yep. I don't see any scenario where Zion makes himself eligible and he doesn't go number one. All this is for a team that really doesn't listen, need him who ends up with the number one he's, pick. He's knowing the Knicks, they're not gonna get the number one pick. Knicks, they're right now that team is in garbage mode. They're just they're right now because they know their pick situation is not the, the greatest. Look, as long as the Cavs don't get the number one pick. The Cavs don't get it again. They, they might, it's possible. They might, but that's it's the possible, thing. But as long as they don't get it. I guess who's going home after that? I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a four-year contract. He ain't going home no matter what. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But no, what I was saying, what I was saying about um, the um, Zion coming to the, if he goes to the Knicks, if they pick him, he's not going to learn from no one there. Regardless of wh whoever the coach is going to be, Fitzdale is going to, okay, Fitzdale is okay. He's cool. He might help him out. But Fitzdale's not going to be one of losing all these. Oh, I, I, I honestly seasons. can't say he's not going to learn because there's just certain things as far as coaching goes and, and playing with players in the NBA that you will learn. Because the NCAA and the NBA are two completely different leagues. You could be on the literal worst team as a draft coming in. You will learn. Steph like Curry. It's, because it's, it's a different, yeah, like Steph Curry. You know, Steph Curry was... In college, he was a pure shooter, but you saw as his game pr progressed in the NBA, his handles got better, his court vision got better, and these are things you learn just when you're playing at the speed of the NBA and you're playing around people who have been in the NBA. They can show you things. They can give you that information that you're not going to get from college students. Like They, they can't tell you NBA speed. Like no, they, they haven't I mean, been there. You see that with James Harden, too, and James Harden yeah. came out. Yeah, when he James Harden hype. came out, he was nowhere near the player that he is right now. Yeah. And, and granted, he's 
in a system where it's ISO ball all the time. But, but it doesn't matter. But, but you see the individual as, game improve over and, and years. And like him essentially like cracking the code on how to be a complete point scorer in the NBA. He found a way to, to turn not only his shot, his handles, his court vision, because he's one of those guys that he can get you the ball no yeah. matter where you are. But then he does the iso ball, which shows you that he can do the one-on-ones, which means his skill is capable to compete against anybody who's in front of him. Right. But then you you go into the fact of how he's able to just generate fouls, completely take advantage of the system that we have here, and he's the first person to really show us this style that we've we haven't seen anybody really do. Right. You know, and and even to go with some of that he played before Russell Westbrook. You know, like the season that he averaged a triple double. It's we just saw something from a guy who, when he, everything he knew, everything he learned coming from the first season he was in OKC to that point, he incorporated. And yeah, you could say he was a stat hog essentially, where he was he was chasing the triple doubles, but just stealing you can't, rebounds from his team. But the thing is, you can't chase those triple doubles unless you've you learned your, something in the NBA that has propelled your game forward. But yep. he also put himself in that position to do yeah. that, right? So, but that kind of game doesn't translate to winning. We see with we see with Westbrook, we see with Harden. Every time in the regular season they go ham, but when it gets to the playoff ball, they fizzle out every single year. It's, it's the same. Oh no! Well, I'm not, well, I'm, not I'm not saying it in terms. But I mean, of, basketball is a team sport. What we're talking about is individual skills. Exactly. Sets. Like I, exactly, I'm looking at it straight up as his development once he gets to the NBA. I'm oh. not expecting him to go to the Knicks and now they're a, a contender, top four in the Eastern Conference. Like I don't see that's oh, going to happen. It's going to take the, time for the team as a whole. Oh, I don't. I don't but, mind the individuals. His skill set, it's fine, it's great. But what is that going to help you if you all need to win? What is your your skill set is holding the team back? That's why. That's why I think OKC hasn't won anything because his style play is really good. But it's not team conducted for them to win a championship. They could be great, but they're not winning anything. Well, I mean, looking at OKC right now, like if you want to look at the player that's really at the top there right now, it's Paul George. Right. He's the one who's putting up the MVP numbers, and you're seeing Westbrook even defer to him more often right. when he notices, yeah, like Paul George is on a hot streak. I'm not going to get in his way with that. Like I'm going to take my moments when I get him, but I know this guy's got the hot hand. I'm going to let him take his position and be a lead. In more games often than not, and but I mean, even if you look at when Russell Westbrook did his triple double thing, who? What other options did he have for them to win? Yeah, well, this was yeah. That was before Paul George have? was there, he had nobody else. It was either him yeah, or that, nobody. That was literally the season before Paul George. Showed so up. he had no choice but to do what he did, and it's regardless of whether he was, you know, stuffing his stats or whatever it is. I mean. That effort alone, you know what type of energy it takes to be up and down that court at the rate he does it? Yeah, but that's wasted I, energy. If you're not winning, that's wasted energy. It, they had a winning season. They had a winning season, but they didn't win nothing. Bro, Joe, Jason, Ingles, Joe Ingles for Utah held him, stuck him. Look, there's a Jason, lot of teams that... Jason, you have 82 games in a season. There's only one champion at the end of the day. Yeah, so I like, get it. It, There's a lot of teams that had great players do great things, and when it came down to it, they didn't win. I mean... At the end of the day, that's still you're you're gonna try to build off of what you did in the last but season. You, you're you, gonna try to improve off what you did in the last wasn't season. Wasn't OKC swept by Utah last year with Carmelo and Paul George? No, they didn't get swept. Didn't they get lost swept. one game. They they won one game. Sorry, yeah, they weren't swept. But, but still, come on, they, one or two. Uh, but they definitely come weren't on, swept. Though. 
And that's and that's because. But at the same time, yeah. too, Utah was a team that emerged in a way that nobody expected them to do. Not only that, you- Joe Ingles came out there and was just completely dominant in that whole series. And who would have expected of all the people on that team, Joe Ingles would have been the one. To they do also it. played a couple seasons together as yeah. a unit, which in the wild that was their first go around. Paul George, Carmelo, Westbrook. And if you look at Utah, especially like they their playoff run really got hurt when R- Rubio got hurt. That's when it started to fall apart for them. I don't know. I think they got better when Rubio was out. No, Rubio, like, Rubio was out for a long time before, yeah, but before they made playoffs. The thing was, he even when he came back, he wasn't in form, and it slowed them down a bit. But he was a big part of like that push that they had to even get into playoff position. I don't know. I, I was just thinking that your, your, your play has to reflect your team. That's what I'm saying. I love James Harden and I like Westbrook, but their play... It doesn't translate to team ball, and it hurts. It hurts their team more than helps. As much well, as the, the stats the you put. The biggest issue with the Rockets is the simple fact that it's like, yeah, you have Harden literally doing this iso ball all the time, and he's essentially what happened to him last season is going to happen to him again, where he needs Chris Paul to come back, or he's going to burn out. And Chris Paul's too old. He needs to retire. It's over. I don't think Chris Paul's too he's old too because old. you see the way he he manages and contributes as far as controlling pace because. With him being out those 17 games, Harden literally had to do majority of the work. But now that Chris Paul's back, he doesn't have to do iso ball every time now. No. He needed and Chris, Chris Paul Chris Paul's one out. of those true point guards. Yeah. And Chris you know Paul's going to facilitate he, the ball. He's going right. to make sure that everybody gets their looks. And he plays and the best with efficiency. Happen because Mike D'Antoni, as great as he is as far as like creating offensive schemes, he's horrible when it comes to defense. He doesn't even coach defense. And it, it's reflective. And I think that's a bigger issue for the Rockets more so than... James Harden going out there and doing what yeah, James but Harden too, does. They're putting too much on James Harden to do right now because he's doing exactly the same thing he did to Kobe. Um, when Not with Kobe, but when um, he basically ran him into the ground. Yeah. He ran no, him and, and I agree with and you on that. Made, that's but that's why I say with Chris Paul coming back, that's going to change because but Chris, the run Paul's that, that Harden has gone on only began when Chris Paul got hurt. But Chris Paul is never available. He's always injured and this happened last season well this let's see what, what happens with this season i mean like look he got his injury hopefully he doesn't get another one <laughs> especially when the playoffs come around but that's probably gonna happen but they needed him to come back like they needed that to happen but um porzingis and um luka Doncic. i can't pronounce luka Doncic. Doncic, yes that's going to be, be a good, good connection. That's going to be a good connection for for. Uh, and next don't season. be surprised if uh, Porzingis all of a sudden gets healthy and starts playing. <laughs> the Knicks again. Yes. No, I I think the Knicks tabled them. To be honest with you, I'm quite sure. Like, let's say Porzingis is actually like still hurt. I still think he's going to be able to play before the season. Oh, done. for sure. But I think the Knicks, with him being hurt, they were like, just take your time. Like, we want to tank. We want to get a better draft pick. So why would you rush him? Yeah. And plus, like, Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis have a good relationship. Like, these guys are actually buddies. So, now you, you look at, like, two young guys in the NBA that are pretty much taken over by Storm when they came in. And they can learn from Dirk, too. They're definitely going to learn from Dirk. And it's, like, essentially, like, there's a bit of, like, just, like, a hoarding of European players happening with the Mavs right now. <laughs> but you have to see what's funny. Like, the Knicks could have got Dennis Smith Jr., Last, um, last oh yeah, season. they could have drafted him. They could have drafted him last season. They could have legitimately drafted him. But them being stupid, they're they're trading the um, the head of their franchise, the face of the franchise, for Dennis Smith Jr. When they could have drafted him. And it literally came off a game where I think that Dennis Smith Jr. got like a triple double against them or something like that. Like, the- like he completely smoked the Knicks, and now they traded for him. 
Only in New York, man. Only in New York yeah. can this happen. Not only in New York. We gotta bro. find out how Wolf's everywhere. doing. Huh? We gotta find out how Wolf's doing. Oh, I talked to him. He <laughs> <laughs> he could barely. He's a whole every Knicks fan I know is was just like, well, you know, there's there's pros and cons, but their list was mostly cons. Wolfguard said something better happen. Katie or Kyrie better come or. Well, yeah, I was gonna mention, but I'm like, sure. I'm there's sh- been a lot of. Pretty much anybody who is New York media and even like some New York players are like heavily hinting that Katie is pretty much on his way, which I mean, a lot of people heavily hinted that Paul George was going to the Lakers. So, I mean, I take it all with a grain of salt, but the only way this ends well for New York Knicks is if they get Katie or Kyrie or both or both, but you have to get at least one of them. You have to get there, at least there, one of them. There must be something in the pipeline for them to feel confident enough. Really? To, you got it. Look, it's for Nick them to said, t- pick a K. They got to pick a K. They already got rid of Chris Dapps. They got to pick Kyrie or KD, man. One of the two. I don't know. I don't trust the Knicks. I never will. Oh, I, never. Dude, I don't trust the Knicks either. It's not about trusting the team. I'm sure. They, I'm sure. They just didn't. They don't wake up in the morning and just be like, "Oh, let's do something dumb." That's exactly what they do. That's exactly what they do. How Knicks can we make do? this franchise worse? <laughs> That's what James know what they does, do. man. Like, I mean, it's cool to talk shit, but I'm sure they have some sort of idea as to what they're they're hoping is going to happen either before the trade deadline or come summer. I'm sure they have some ideas to where they're trying to go. I want to remember this podcast because I want to laugh at the Knicks at the... Um, the draft and just mark it in your line. calendar or something. I just want to <laughs> see it. Well, why were you were you laughing at your Lakers last year? I know my Lakers are bad though. That's the thing. But, I thought you weren't a Knicks but, fan. But, but but no, it's not that. It's just like I'm sure I'm sure people who are late a Knicks fan know that the Knicks sucks this year. No, but you see. So it's always good to give them a healthy reminder. You see the difference is the Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks know they suck for the past five hundred years, and they still go and pay those stupid that, prices for the games. That's what he do. It's an experience, Jason. People bought, pay for experience. And I experience winning. Hey, man, Madison what, what, Garden, what man, did you, just, when did you It's one of those winning? places where you just want to be, regardless yeah. of how good the team and is. And whatever is going down, whether it's a concert, whether it's a boxing match, whether it's a basketball game, it's a his, it's the mecca of basketball. People, I'm sure, like, every tourist that go to New York, <laughs> their goal is to go to Madison Square. Mecca of basketball with a championship batter from the 70s? Okay. <laughs> All right. You know why Knicks fans are really pissed though? Because Boston. Boston's going to get almost anything they want. They have too many picks. They have well, too many picks of everything. Anthony Davis' father already came out and said there's no way he's going to Boston. Yep. <laughs> he was like, know. after what they did to Isaiah Thomas, that team has no loyalty, so we're not going there. Uh. <laughs> so that's off the table. And I can guarantee you, uh, what's his new agent's name? Uh, LeBron's boy. Rich Paul? Rich Paul's not going to allow that. Well, look, if if the Pelicans nope. decided to trade with Boston, but like they would have to wait till the season's done. Right. If they decide to trade, like he's there for a season, a season. and that's it. Like there's nothing he can really say about it unless he fakes an injury and oh, he decides boycott to sit. the whole shit. You know, like that's the only way he wouldn't he would be able to like refuse to play with them. But I doubt he'd do that because pretty much it's looking like LA's gonna get him. Because every other right. thing that's come out has right. been pretty much like He'll be a one-season rental, and then he's off to L.A. Los Angeles always wins, man. Oh, please. You were saying that when LeBron said he was going there. Look, let's see what happens with the Warriors before you start saying L.A. always wins, okay? 
I'm not worried. They got a lot of pieces to figure out. You got Katie, you got Clay Thompson, you got Draymond. Well, like I think Clay's gonna Boogie come to Cousins like most Angeles. likely. Like I think what's gonna end up happening, they're gonna let Draymond go. They're gonna sign Boogie to a bigger contract. That's what I'm thinking too. And, and if you're looking at the Lakers. Warriors, you'd rather have Boogie than have Draymond because Boogie does everything that Draymond does, but he does it in a bigger frame and a bit more efficiently. The only thing he has to work on are the fouls. I think Clay is gonna come to the Lakers because he said he'll come play if Anthony Davis was gonna be with the Lakers. Yeah, he said he would consider, but at the same time, I don't think they—I don't think they have the money to pay him what he wants. Neither does the Warriors. If they go for Davis, but I neither think they does, do. neither does. I'm yeah, sure yeah. those two guys are willing to take a pay cut for who? Sorry, are oh, you saying Thompson? Thompson and Thompson Davis. because and Davis. of his dad. His dad. His dad is a Laker legend, so he'll take the pay cut. No, for take sure. It. He should. He'll take it. Like it would be because there'd be no do. point. For, he, it would be senseless for him to stay. A worry and take a pay cut. Well, I mean, if you can keep that team intact. No. And if you're, like, I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking here, you keep, if you can keep that team intact and you're chasing rings at this point, then yeah. No, but I think it's, it comes down to where Clay, it's about principle. Because there's no way they could afford to sign KD again for an additional no, year. No, of course not. Right? At a, at, a, at a sensible amount of money. Yeah. They already have a big contract with Steph. What is left for him? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, you would have to look at a lot more people than just KD and himself taking a pay cut. But if he's looking at it in a sense of, I want to get rings, and it's also indicative of what's going to happen with Anthony Davis. Is that trade going to happen before, or is it going to happen after? Because with Klay Thompson, it's this season. Right. I don't think it's next season. But no, no, with, this season. With this Anthony season. Davis. It's going to be the season With Anthony Davis, yeah. it's They can literally, Pelican could just keep him till his contract's up. Yeah. But, yeah, they're not going to do that, though, because Of course not, because then they're going to get nothing for him. Right. Yeah. But most likely, they're going to wait till Boston can make that trade. And, yeah, Boston will take him on a one year and leave it at that. I don't think they'll do that. I think they would. I genuinely I think they would. Oops, I am... No worries, we can go on, go on to the next topic. Which one do you want to talk about? Let's talk about... Um, if you're the captain. Breezy. Chris Breezy. Chris Brown. We'll go... We'll, we'll take... We don't too long because we already spoke about this, what happened. You want to line so, it up? But yeah, so essentially, uh, Chris Breezy, he is suing the woman that uh, accused him of raping her. And um, as he should. And uh, I hope she goes broke. Probably already broke, bro. Huh? Probably already broke. I'm talking dumpster broke. I highly dumpster doubt bro. she'll go dumpster, dumpster broke because I'm yeah. sure there's a, for these type of things where it's like defamation, there's a cap on how much you can sue someone for. Yeah. And I just want to say to everyone that just jumped on Chris Breezy, Eve, <laughs> that was wrong of you. You shouldn't do that. And uh, you should apologize to uh, Chris Brown in his face. No, she should do it on the t- television show where she made the basically just attacked him the whole time because she goes on her show she talked down to him says all this shit about how you know this is the type of person he is blah blah, blah. but then her apology happens on her ig live like no you said all that shit on your show put your apology on the show as well have that same energy yeah like don't don't try to sneak your apology in an ig live when you find out the truth like you put it on a big platform put your your understanding of the situation now on a big platform. Keep it the same. Hey, Chris Brown was right. These hoes ain't loyal. 
And look, the the main reason we didn't speak about it last week was because we didn't have the information. And I mean, like, we've had such times where we've spoken on things when, like, the full story wasn't out, but we've kept it very situational to what we know, and we've made it very clear of, this is what we know so far. So, like, if Eva had went out there and said, like, this is what we know so far, and not, like, fly off the rails and just treat him like, yeah, he's just a dirtbag, and once a dirtbag, always a dirtbag... Then her IG live apology would have been a bit more sustainable, but for you to literally like go off the way you did and maybe now maybe the, the the whoever's producing that show don't want that energy. Oh, of course the producers the, aren't the, gonna. The, the backlash they probably got from it would be like, yo, let's keep that away. But you from know us. what? I I think it's more a matter of principle in that sense because, like I said, if you're gonna go out there and stick your neck out and have this reactionary response to the little information you got then you got to stick your neck out there again when you're wrong. At least you apologize, and that's what matters. It matters, but... It, I, th I think at that point, how she, where she did it, how she did it, is about a concept of like making her feel some type of way. The, no, fact, I, that the I, fact of the matter is she acknowledged she was wrong. What if no, she and did I get it that. in a fucking I get that, but letter in a bottle? Even or, for us, if we were to come on here and say things about somebody, and then it turns out that we were incorrect... Right. I would come back on here because and acknowledge this space, and but that's what I mean. I but guaranteed her doing that, the way she did it, how outspoken she was about it, they gave her the time to do it. So we all know you're wrong. Give her the time to apologize, and and also she has plain a bigger, and simple. She has a bigger following on TV than I'm sure she exactly. does on Instagram Live. You're on syndicated so television. That's a bigger that. following than the amount of it people that you matter. have on your to IG. Me, to me, at this point, it's just about pumping chest, bro. No, I, I don't. I'm not seeing it a matter of pumping chest. It's more a matter of if you took a principal stance, a moral stance, keep it both ways. I agree, but she did. She took a stance. She said what she had to say on the platform. It just because she didn't do it, the apology didn't happen the same way. I'm just going to say it's a cop-out. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Because me just, like I said, if you use your biggest platform to say something and you are completely inaccurate, use your biggest platform to acknowledge the fact you're inaccurate and make the apology. It doesn't matter as long as she if she made it public, just like she did the, the, the it's just a different platform. Right. Case in point is she did it. I let think. Me, let me ask you a question. If I was to go and say, I don't know, oh, I accuse someone of being um, a pedophile. Okay. On TV, I okay. did that. What happens? And I, and I was wrong. I was completely wrong. But I wrote it in a newspaper article, like a little six, a little paragraph in a in an article. Is that? You're being dumb now, bro. That's not dumb. No, it's the same it's, thing. It's no, it's not. How is no, that? No, it's not. It's like somebody going on fucking notepad on on iPhone and just writing their little. So you're comparing her Instagram following to a fucking note? Uh, uh, yes, a newspaper that no one fucking because reads? she used. You guys are crazy. Her biggest platform to tear him down, and she was wrong. And then she went to a smaller platform to make her apology. Make your apology on the big platform where you made your original statement. Bro, Jamal, I understand what you mean. At the end and of the I, day, and like, I but, get so you're, you're so okay with ask, her apologizing. It's not, it's not about okay. You you also have to take into consideration that she doesn't own that platform. That you're asking her to do it. Maybe didn't even know she was going to go off like that. And she did it. She got reprimanded for it. It was not brought to the light. And so she can't bring it back up. And so she, then she used the next biggest thing she has. 
You can't dictate how someone do something, bro. Okay, so now you're speaking in hypothetical. I get that. If if we're going to say all these ifs and, and maybes and who knows, then in that circumstance, then you're absolutely right. But that's all hypothetical. I'm judging it based on this is what you did and the response of it. This is what you should have done. That's it. Yeah, Jamal, if she couldn't... I'm back. not looking at hypotheticals. I'm not going to make judgments on things that happen behind closed doors that I can't confirm. Right. This is what you did. You were wrong. This is what you should have done. Yeah, Jamal, if she couldn't come back on the platform that she used before, it's cool. I, I would get it. Yeah. I understand. Okay, if, so, if that's so the then case, what? then you're absolutely right. So then, then if she couldn't, so then, she couldn't. So then you don't know what happened. So but she, just accept it for But you know what? If that were the case... Then she should have been like on her IG. You know, I wanted to put this on the TV show where I made the original statement, but they told me I couldn't, so I'm doing it here. But well, maybe she can't put that out there. The, the case in point was... Once again, I, that's another hypothetical though. Right, but again, you, you're accusing her on the basis of what you think she should have done. No, I'm not I'm not accusing her. I'm saying... Or you're, you're diminishing what she has done. No, based I'm not. On, I'm saying... I'm not diminishing it. I'm saying if you put it on one platform and you find out there's an inaccuracy, it should... The response should be on the same platform. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. I'm not making any accusations of clearly, anything else. I'm just saying that that's what should have happened. The logical thing. But I, for me personally, if someone don't do it that way, there must be a reason. Whether it's personal to her or not. The case, what I'm trying to say is she came out. She, she apologized. Clearly, she didn't fucking apologize in a school newspaper because everybody knows she did. That was... Jason shit. Yeah, that's a hypothetical as well. But but I'm just saying she did it, and I think it got it reached the masses, and that's it. Like we should just accept it for what she did. It's not like she tried to cop out or something. I yeah, accept yeah. the cop out. All right, let's move on. I accept the cop out. And look, I say this as somebody who thinks Eve is one of the best rappers to ever do it. it. That has no a lot of love. No, I'm just like I don't want it to look like. I'm taking this stance because I have something against her. You but, know? Like, but but she's not a rap. She didn't put it in a fucking verse, bro. She put it. I'm on, just on saying a- her career, her trajectory, everything she's done is something I respect. But should have handled this differently. No worries. Let's. The case in point is she came forward and acknowledged her wrongdoings. All right. I, and I, you got to give people agree to disagree. Hi, I'm Mel and I'm Sass, and we're the host of The Last Stretch, a sports podcast. It's a podcast where we're going to talk about, well, sports. Specifically, what we do look at is what makes an athlete be the best that they can be. So not only do we talk to some athletes, but we talk to the people behind the athletes, from trainers to sports psychologists, you name it, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about other issues revolving sports as well, hot button issues like concussions, maybe doping. Give us a listen. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tom Zalatnai, host and producer of Up for Discussion a long-running comedy podcast on the Upford Network. Every week, me and my team of hilarious improvisers use audience-submitted questions to dive deep and delicious into every topic under the sun. Nothing is off-limits. The audience has full control. It's like going to an improv show, only it's in your ears, and nobody's asking to see a scene about sex toys. Hopefully. One reviewer called it an underappreciated cult classic. Another reviewer called it not a very compelling product. Go check it out and see for yourself. The Up for Discussion podcast. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold. What do we talk about next, Jason? Um, let's talk about Tory Lanez versus the world. Yo. Seems like uh, Tory Lanez is going after everyone. Yo, Tory Lanez said it's it's open season, man. If you want to go back and forth, let's go back and forth. And I respect it, man. Um, if he says open season, all right. Yo, should- look. 
he he came with the type of energy that you know couple what was it, december we were talking about jackie's and him just saying i'm the king of r&b which inaccurate but i respected the energy because it got people talking and you know if, if tory lanes comes out there you know he's toronto man's coming out yeah i'm a canadian rapper people don't well technically he came out as the singer you know with chicks tapes which can't wait for the next one let's stop these rhymes let's get to the next chicks tapes but if you want to let people know like yeah i got these skills and i'm not afraid to use these skills at any time and people actually respond to it and they give you verses i fuck with it because as far as hip-hop goes like some of the best people to ever do it in hip-hop were the ones who were just I'm jumping in the cypher surf circle. I'm going to spit my verse. You spit your verse. We go back and forth. It's no beef. There's no animosity. It's just, yo, we're just rhyming. I think Tory Lanez can get away with saying something like that because nowadays these mumble rappers aren't coming after him. If I, if he was to challenge someone, but that would be thing, But I mean, there's people who went back. But the I thing is, too, I, it, it's not even a matter of, like, mumble rappers. Like, it's actual, like, lyrical people that are going after him. Like, Don Q was somebody who... You listen to Don Q, everybody says like he's a lyrical dude. He's a guy. Jared Ryder went after yeah, him. Yeah, he'll yeah, Jared Ryder as well put a verse out there. You know, like he's had people actually like that we look at as, yo, this is a, a spitter. Yeah. Come out there and put out bars. And Tory Lanez each time is like, whether you had him as the winner or not, he's come with bars. I yeah, you responded to Jared Ryder? Uh I I didn't see if he did. I know he responded to Don Q. That was the most recent one that he did. And then you had in that Don Q response, he had put out a, a line to Dream Doll. And then Dream Doll put out a response. And honestly, of all the responses that have come toward Lane's way, Dream Doll had the best one. Like, yo, she flamed him. Yo, there was like she had this one line where she was like, Your Beijing was on my thigh when I was riding your face. You know how like he got like his hairline all fixed up and everything. Like, yeah, but it was we we all know it's surgical. He he openly spoke about that. Bro, the bars is nice, man. It don't matter what he oh, did. Oh, so now we can line our bars now. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> people been lining our bars forever. How you mean, man? Hey, if hey. the bar is nice though. Hey. Yo, the bar is nice. Hey. But you didn't listen to it. I was trying to get you to listen to nah. it before, but you should have. You should have. Yo. No, nah, we good. No, you were fucked I, with it. It's nice, I think, man. I think it's a good idea. For, it's it's no, nice I love it, to, man. It's nice that he wants to do that. I'd like to stay lyrical and it doesn't exactly. That's the biggest thing. Stupid. That's the biggest thing. Because for me, it's like as long as you don't go into like any personal shit or actually like try to run up on each other. It's like it's just you put out your bars, I put out my bars. It's friendly competition. It gets people because talking about from hip-hop. what I saw with the whole Don Q thing. I thought he went personally at Don Q. Because Don Q's response was, at least the song is, I am not Joner. Yeah, I'm not. Luca Joner. Yeah, he's like, I'm not Joner Lucas. But it's like, and even with that, you say you're not Joner Lucas, but Joner Lucas had a better track than you, in my opinion, at least. No, but the point is, like, I made it, 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 it first came up, and I'm like, yo, Tory Lane's actually this Don Q, like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think it would be better if he just, you know, actually challenged someone directly. That would make a little bit more sense to me. If he says anyone can get it, cool. Anyone can show oh, up. But, but that's exactly it. Like, Challenge to me, anyone. it's Challenge like... people, too. If you, like, go after someone specifically, it's it's more of now you're, like... We're going to put him in that category of you're a troll. You're, you're trying to, like, use this. And, like, we know it's a marketing tool, but we're going to hate him for it. If but I he's think literally, he, like, calling out people's names, you know? But I think yeah. what this is a marketing tool, and I think it's great yeah. in the sense that it's give 
somebody like Dream Doll, who most people don't probably know, and they heard that verse, and, and they like, heard it this, all of a sudden, like fire, fire, you know? Because so, like, and oh, sorry to cut you off, but like I'll say, even like you look at someone like the game, the game put out a track where he was talking about how him and Kim Kardashian hooked up. Why? And then recently he said he has sex tapes with uh, Sin Santana. For what? You know, like, going back at button again? But that's what I mean. It's like <laughs> game comes out of nowhere and does that. And everybody's looking at it like, yo, this is the corniest shit you could have ever done. Whereas you, you look at Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez is just like, I'm yo. I'm happy game did this. Hold on. I'm happy. Wait, hold on. Wait, but like Tory Lanez just says straight up, if anybody wants to battle, I'm here to battle. I'm a singing dude, but I got bars. I respect what Tory Lanez does because oh, absolutely. It's, it's open. He has no clue who's going to come at him. Right. It's open season. My door's open. If you want to step in the arena, come in. Bro, it's like when you play ball and you go to everybody's park and you place the best player or you play, exactly. uh, you run a, a five on exactly. five, a one on one. You, you run, just hit the court you know and, yo, I, mean, I got next. I, I, I respect him for that. But wait, hold on. Game really want to get Joe Budden out of retirement? I, I'm liking this. Yo, Joe Budden's uh, not going anywhere, Don. Look, anyone say he's not, he's, he's happy And here's where my he is. thing with, with what is. Game did. Like, because I don't think it was a track that came out. I just heard like he was saying that he has like sex tapes, plural, with Sin Santana. And it's like, you're saying this after Joe Budden and Sin are engaged. And for what fucking purpose? They have a baby together. They have a kid together. They're, they're getting married. You know, yeah, they're on t- TV. They're clearly happy together. What is your purpose for saying something like this? Whether you have them or not, what's the fucking purpose? You think people are going to like leak it? You leak that shit and then now whatever you're selling we're going to want to buy? Like no, like you leak that shit first off you're fucked. Cuz in LA they don't fucking play that shit. In California they do not fucking play that shit. No, there's a law against revenge. So uh, you even tapes. saying you yeah. have fucking sex tapes with this woman. Dude, maybe what? maybe she signed paperwork, we don't know. But it, it <laughs> <laughs> Paperwork. <laughs> but for me I just look at it in a sense of there's there's no good to come at it where we're gonna look at you like yo that was like a hard fucking move like it, know, it's, to me it's fucking beta energy man like you look like a fucking beta male like for what reason especially like it comes off the tail end of you being like yeah I hooked up with Kim Kardashian but it's not the first time he said he slept with all three it, sisters it, Exactly. It's He's not the first time, so why that. are you bringing it up again? I don't know, but I'm just saying I've no, heard but him You know say why? That. Because a lot of these rappers, if it goes to Drake or whatever like that, they're challenging Kanye. And I know Kanye can't do nothing because he's crazy. I don't think Drake is challenging no, I, Kanye. Look, he sneak this him. He sneak this Look, game what? challenging he Kanye. Him, he asked Kiki if she, does she like me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? He's asking questions. question. He's not allowed to ask questions no more. But sneak this. Look, we all know what Kiki, okay? We know who Kiki is. We all all had a Kiki in the past. We might know who (laughs) Becky with the good hair is too. But you know what I mean? You never know. (laughs) But I'm just saying, I don't think it was a sneak this. definitely had a Becky with a good hair. I don't think it was a sneak this. I think what Kanye did to... if what, 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 What Drake said, if Kanye really did that, that's fucked up on Kanye's end. Did what? Fly him out to Wyoming... Thought he was they're gonna work on each other's project. What, to get info from him? No, I don't. Look, Forty told everything. <laughs> no, not that. Forty was pillow talking. <laughs> Drake said, "He's like, come to Wyoming. Let show me what you're working on. You know what I'm saying?" And then Kanye acted like he had no music coming out, and then he dropped an album. I think that's fucked up. 
And then Drake said, yo, he had me working on his shit for the whole time I was out there. Yo, the game is the game, man. I'm sorry. That's not well, a game, dog. That's a, that's a, yo, the that's game. slavery. Yo. <laughs> that's a, so the game him. is the game. It's fair play. Everybody's going to come after Kanye now. The game, say, but, but Kanye knew that when he look, married a hoe. And, like, and you know what? Drake <laughs> Drake did his due diligence when he put out that album and he just had straight flames for Kanye. If that's what Kanye did, but then Kanye he got what West he knew what he was getting into. But what I'm saying is, for game to come out of nowhere and bring up this, especially when it comes to Kim Kardashian, because yeah, you've you've said this before. Yeah, like we didn't care then, we don't care now. Yes, Kim Kardashian has been with a lot of men. A lot, uh, a lot we of get it. It's the can't. underground railroad over there. <laughs> so By weird. the way, game, you were hooking up with India Love when she was like 16 years old. Do you want to talk about that, bud? Yeah, I, I there's no proof to that. it. I don't know about any of those <laughs> things, man. Like, if you want to talk about past relationships, let's talk about that. How'd you know this? Dude, there was pictures of him fingering her in a fucking park. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know why you're hearing news sources, but, bro, <laughs> you got the plug. I never seen these pictures. All right. I'll show you that. <laughs> you know that's let's kind go. of weird. I don't want to see I'm no quite child sure, pornography, bro. I'm you quite sure it's still on the internet. Let's go. Let's go to the next topic. Uh, I'm going without it. Uh, Shout out Tory Lanez, though. Canadian man. Yeah, that's good. Uh, with the new hairline. So let's talk about um Jesse. Smollett. Yeah, I'm about to. <laughs> uh, Jesse Smollett. How um he was uh, viciously attacked for I guess um uh what is, it was a crime. What was it? Um, hate crime. Well, basically, what had happened was he was in Chicago because there was. An event, plus I think he was doing some shoots for Empire, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, because it's filming Chicago, yeah. And it was late at night. He was going to a subway because he was hungry. And when he was at the subway, he got attacked by two people on a mask. They viciously beat him, put a noose around his neck, poured bleach on him. And apparently, according to TMZ, they were shooting out like, this is MAGA country and called him a fag and... Just basically, it was like a lot of hate slurs towards him. But also, it, I mean, those he did he did report that to the police. Yeah, as well. it was so reported to because there was a lot of mixed things. Kind of like the first report came out, but apparently, what had happened, like why there was a mix up, the initial report didn't have like the MAGA information in there. The second report, when like it was essentially like they went back to him and asked him for more information and like anything else that he could recall, like that's when that information was put. To out. me, that whole thing sounds like a setup. It doesn't seem like it was a um because you had to be going looking for him to yeah. know all that stuff what's well, the thing like i felt like stalking him for some shit. and at first especially when like there was like mixed reports coming out about like what was said during the attack because the attack happened like there's yeah, yeah for there's sure. a medical report of yeah. like the things that happened to him so it's not like the attack didn't happen but i was thinking like it's such a specific thing to attack him especially like you're getting attacked. They're calling you a fag. Like they, they have to know who you are. Yo, man, he should have been using Uber Eats. Should have, <laughs> but, but like it, it had like these are people who had to have known who you are, had to target you. And at first, I was thinking, okay, like if this attack happened in this specific way, like was there anything social media wise? Like was he posting like, yeah, I'm going out to like get some food or some yeah, shit. Like they had to been following him. They had yeah, to like, be I, following. Yeah, I feel him. like there had to be like either it's somebody that knew him. And like this was a targeted attack, or obviously a targeted attack, but like it's somebody that was like following his his, his footsteps. That sounds like, but it's, it happened in Chicago, so that was a, that seems to me that was a setup. To me, that's what it sounds like. To me, it's quite odd that first of all, I'm not saying he's a mega star, but he's pretty much one of the main 
faces on like well he's quite well known right on he's tv well right known. now bro you don't got nobody you could send to the store like send him to get well, your food they i don't think they put out what part of chicago he was it in, doesn't matter but, e- but either way it's like what are you doing out at t- i'm not saying it's his fault by no means am i no. saying that because I mean, it's, at it's the same time too, what like, happened. what was the proximity? Like, let's say wherever he was staying was literally like right beside the subway. In that case, I'm not gonna call anyone. Yeah, but to get me my food, like, if, like if I literally just like walk out the door and cross the street, and subway's right there. But how convenient? I'm not gonna. Uh, but how convenient is it for two guys with mask, and then they do that? Like to me, it's like. But that's why I say I feel it, like it, it was it was targeting. That's exactly why I say I feel and like it was a target. You have to understand something too. In Chicago, if you're a star, you need to have security with you all the time. Well, I think in general, you if you're a star, security. yeah, you need to have security. Unless you're literally in a place where there's nobody no, around for security. miles. No. no, like it's even worse where there's no one. You know, a place you've never been before. But I'm saying, like, worse. if no, like if nobody knows you're there and there's nobody around for miles, you're a bit more safe no, than security. if you're in a city situation where there's people everywhere. Yeah, you need security. But if I'm literally in like, let's say I'm in Saskatchewan, in Farmville, in the prairie, where guy. nobody's there, and nobody security. knows I'm... But I'm saying, like, nobody knows I'm there. Nobody knows I went there. I haven't made it public that I've gone anywhere. And once I got there, I didn't log into anything. I don't think I need security there. I do. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not I'm around sorry? civilization. I'm not in a major city, right? But mm. in Chicago, yeah, I would expect him to have security because... Regardless of how safe you may feel, you're still a star. Even if you're not a Leonardo DiCaprio, you're still a star. Yeah. You're still a recognizable face. You should at least have your homeboys around you. Bro, you know? if the if the if the drug local drug dealer have somebody he could send to the store to buy him his backwards, <laughs> this guy should have somebody. But I'm agreeing with you. Like, I'm agreeing with bro. you on that. Like honestly, I'm, I I put all joke aside. When I saw that, I really, it really really. You know, because I'm not homophobic. I have nothing against people on their sexual orientation. That that doesn't concern me. But I felt terrible for someone to, you know, you just go out to grab food and that's what happened to you. Well, look, like, I just, that's I looked crazy. at this and. Because it's a hate crime. Like 100%. They, they said he was, uh, they used, he said, excuse my language, but they call him a faggot. Aren't you the faggot from Empire? Yeah. Um, this is MAGA City. Maggot to me, country. it's just like it's sad, like because I'm sure for him, like that must have bring him back to some part well, of his I, life. And when I heard this story, it, it was just a reminder of, because like I look at it as for the LGBTQ community, it may have be 2019, but there's still so many struggles that they go through. Being gay, being lesbian, being queer, being trans. But then on top of that, being black in America is hard enough. Being black and gay in America or or just part of LGBTQ in general in America is it's like it's double, if not triple as bad being a noticeable minority plus this and him being a celebrity on top of that. It's just a constant reminder of. These people face this shit every day. You know, you have black trans women and men that get attacked and brutalized constantly to this day. You have gays and lesbians that are attacked and brutalized just for that to this day, especially black or people of color 
that are in the LGBTQ community. It's a constant reminder that regardless of all the progress that we've had, how far we've come as far as promoting their rights and getting them further along to be in, on an equal plane with us, there's still people that literally hunt them down and look for them to attack them and murder them and brutalize them in the most heinous ways. But I mean, I agree with what you both of you guys said. I mean, somebody must have been following whether it's social tags or something or knew where he was going to be. And that shit happened. That's that's it's fucking that's disgusting, twisted. Man. Some people just twisted. Like he ain't doing nothing. Why are you gonna go bro- break a rib? Do yeah. all sorts of crazy yeah, shit. They like fractured his rib. Like it's it's one of those things. That's just, like I said, it's just a reminder that as far as we but come, they still, still haven't so made any much, arrests, right? No, they they haven't made as far as I know they haven't made any arrests. Hopefully something comes out, some type of information because I know they were checking surveillance videos. To see what they could find, but it mean, happened outside the subway. I th- I believe it happened outside, yeah. but they were also wearing masks, so it's like, and it's two in the morning. The odds of finding man, something subway open late in Chicago. Yeah, man, Chicago is a crazy place, man. It's like the odds of finding something when you have two masked men that attacked you. Like you would, like you would have to find like the slightest of detail, like a scar, a, a tattoo, something. Like that. But like Bro, clearly, they made they sure that. Up. They'd be covered up and wouldn't be identified, you know? Yeah, just hope he gets better. I hope he re- he's feeling better and get recovers. I wish and, um, all the best you know, to him because, like I said, man, just everything that we know that happened to people of color in the LGBTQ community and just the LGBTQ community as a whole and what they go through, just this type of shit, is, it's still very regular even though it's not reported on. And for people of color especially, it's still like a lynch mob on them. It's disgusting to to know that these things still happen as frequently as they do. Sucks, man. Sucks. All right. Let's go to our next topic. Terry Crews versus D.L. Hughley. What do you guys got to say about that? D.L. Hughley needs to to calm the fuck down before. Why? Because I don't know why he went out of his way to bring the story up again and, and insert himself as what he would do if he was Terry Crews. He's not allowed to share his opinion? No, you're you're fully allowed to share your opinion, but when you share something that's stupid... How is it stupid? Because he, on his show, goes and says, oh, if I was Terry Crews in this situation, I would have smacked the shit out of the guy. Yeah. No, he wouldn't have. Because let me tell you something. A majority of situations that any human is involved in where within a split second's time you have to make a decision, majority of people freeze. Terry Crews in this situation where he's in a public place, him and his wife, they're at this party, a guy comes up to him, grabs him by the balls in front of everyone, and his split second decision was either I hit him, I walk away, I yell at him, I cause an infraction, but in that moment he froze like anybody would because it's like you're registering what the fuck just happened and you're also considering everything that's happening around you as this thing happens so for dl hugo to to come out the gate especially after everything that has happened with terry cruz after he came out with this story the amount of people who've been telling him in hollywood to drop this shit that you know he needs to just let it go and then the amount of people who have looked at terry cruz and literally said this exact same thing of look at you and look at this guy why don't you just punch him in the face and the fact of 
at the time this happened, Terry Crews isn't the person career-wise that we know him today. He was starting up. He was getting bigger. He was trying to put himself in a position where he would be as we know him now. To say that you in his position would have just smacked this guy in the face who was a known prominent figure in Hollywood, shut your fucking mouth, you're wrong. No, you can't tell somebody's wrong for predict or saying how he would have reacted. Everybody thinks they know what they would have done but if they course. were in somebody else's shoes. But guess what? The person who was there in that moment, I Terry Crews, did the right thing. Well, I don't. I did the right thing. That's subjective. Based on your views, he did the right thing. Based on DLGU's views, you would have punched him. Look, I, I'm I always a person like, and we've we've talked about this many times. When try to avoid inciting violence as much as possible. Especially in this situation, because if you look at Terry Crews, yeah, if this person did something that's just completely fucked up, but if he went and beat this dude's ass, right. Terry Crews would be in jail right now. You know that for a fact. Even if he just gave him one slap, Terry Crews would be in jail. We know this. Because Terry Crews would not have been given... No, let's be real here. No, no. It's not like this happened today. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, even just to say... Someone's going to violate you and you're not allowed to defend yourself or the way you choose to defend yourself is based on the fact that you you don't want to land in jail or you don't want to taint your potential of growing when someone clearly violated you. It's sad to even think that, you know, you have to go through that thought process. And, and on top of that, the one thing that Terry Crews always stressed when he's talked about the situation is he would have flew off the handle if it weren't for his wife. His wife was there with him, saw what happened, and she was immediately with him and said, we're going to walk away from this. Keep your cool. Do not react. So for D.L. Hughie to come in here and say, yo, I would have smacked him in the face and no, no, no. Like, no. Who are you to say that? Especially after everything Terry Crews has told us about the situation, the way he's felt about it, the way he wanted to come out, but had so many people telling him not to do a damn thing and know that Everything that Terry Crews has told us about the situation, for you to come out now and be like, you did it wrong, you should have did this, who the fuck do you think you are? So he's not allowed his own opinion. You're, you're allowed your opinion. Okay. But you're allowed to have a wrong opinion, and I'm allowed to call you out on that. But I, it's wrong to you. It's subjective. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's wrong to a lot of people, especially, but like I also, said. But on the same if side, If you have the right guy in the situation people. tell you exactly why they made the decision they made, how dare you then come out and say, you should have handled it this way? I could see it from... He didn't say you listen, should have. He said, if I was him, I would have handled it. That's essentially listen, saying... No, it's not. That's what you should have done. No, absolutely yeah. not. Yes, it is. Because no, it's not. he's putting himself in Terry Crews' shoes. All right, listen, listen, listen. I can see from... Both point of views. I can see D.L. Hughley saying, you know, this is the way you should have handled it. No, he didn't say should. He said this, this is the way, way I, I would have handled it. I There's a difference it. between using the word should and, and I will. would have went to jail. No, he would say, okay, I, this is the way I would have handled it. Yeah, D.L. Hughley would have gone to jail, but I guarantee you that guy wouldn't been doing that no more. And or, I'm sure. You can't make that guarantee. Not or, only not the guarantee of not doing that anymore. But he has, what, you think they're just going to arrest him, throw him in jail? He would have had an opportunity to voice what happened. Period. Yeah. But I also see it from Terry Crews', Terry Crews point of view. You know, he's just starting up. He wants to be an actor. He probably didn't register in his head. 
and his wife told him don't do anything i'm like okay i get where you're coming from but how much do you want to sacrifice to get to that point yeah like that's crazy to me to me i i get it It was wrong for that dude to do that terry cruz handled his way I have nothing to say because that's how he handled it. Yeah, right? that's how he chose that's to handle it. That's how he chose it. to handle it. But D.L. Hughley, I don't knock him for what he's saying either because if that's how he wanted to handle it and beat up dude, if he chose to go to jail, that's on him, but that's how he chose to do it. The reason I say it is just simply because of everything that we've known from the moment Terry Crews made this note to the public. It doesn't matter what Terry Crews said, bro. Wait. You're making this about a Terry Crews sad moment. He just said no. it is. Jamali, hold on. You it, it sounds like you're sympathizing with him based on what he Jamali. went through emotionally. One at a time. Just hold on. I'm saying it in a sense of Terry Crews put this story out. One, because he was making a case, like he made a police report against the guy who did it to him. Also, he wanted to let people know that if somebody like him can have this happen to him, imagine what women in Hollywood or women in general are going through against people of this type of caliber and how they would go towards that that's why he put it out there okay so for dl hugie now to turn that story around and be like well this is what i would have done you're undermining everything terry cruz has been putting forth as far as making it a teachable moment not only for people that have been abused but for abusers themselves to be like realize what you're doing is wrong well that i disagree with that, that's absolutely that, not that he's not was, attacking that part of what terry cruz is doing that part i disagree with because i said he's undermining he's not well attacking would be undermining he's not undermining that he's just saying straight up like bro if someone did that to me this is what i would have done yeah, it's yeah kind of, i get that <clears throat> that's not undermining the grand the bigger picture of terry cruz's it really is though absolutely not it really is because what Terry Crews is going out there and saying is he took a road where he felt not only would he be protected and he put himself in a position where he's not going to essentially incite a cycle of violence and a cycle that would hurt himself and the people he loved, even though he knew what had happened to him was completely heinous. He's taking a road that he feels now he can teach people and guide them to something better. Wait, right, and D.L. Hughley feel that D.L. Hughley's just going the out there and saying, dude. I would have just slapped the show. It's right. like, it's, he's all, it's a teachable moment. Don't do that how, shit and watch how who you approach. Look, we've had conversations all the time <laughs> about some people need moments. to get punched in the face, and I agree with that. But with what Terry Crews is doing with this, I don't think what D.L. Hughley coming out and saying that is helping anything that Terry Crews was saying. It, I don't think D.L.'s goal was to help anything. He just was voicing his opinion on this situation. Yeah. Uh, it's a bad opinion. Just to, just to wrap this up. Though, In your uh, opinion. What, what I'm thinking is that um, it's what Terry Crews is trying to do, I, get, I understand it's a teachable moment, but in order to teach a moment like that, you have to make a change in it. So, yeah, he's saying his experience, but what has, what has in his experience changed or what has he done to make sure that doesn't happen again. That, I think, Terry Crews hasn't been clear about. He's been clear about the situation, what happened to him, but what he's done to avoid that in the future, I think that's a little sketchy. And D.L. Yuli just said, oh... What he's done to avoid getting his balls grabbed? Yeah. Or what what is he teaching other people to not make that happen to to them? Yeah, that's what I meant. What has he done for that? If it's a teachable moment, what has he taught? Well, every single thing that's come out of like the Me Too and Time's Up movement has been about... People sharing, whether they're male or female, sharing their stories of ways people have violated them and taken their agency and and put them in positions where they felt 
like them as as an individual as a person has been violated oh no that's that's fine I get so it's that. not a matter of him going out there and be like okay this is the lesson you have to learn specifically it's more of you said I'm, it was a teachable moment what did he taught the in that teachable moment? moment was that he had specified was if somebody like him you know you look at terry cruz this dude is fucking i think he's my height probably has a good 40 pounds on me a guy like him can have this type of situation happen to him it's a matter of understanding for people who downplay or look at like the me too movement as just like this kind of like lynch mob right that a guy like him having this type of situation happen to him imagine the type of things that happen to women so then they tell you what they're going through they tell you the microaggressions that they feel or the blatant aggressions right to take it seriously and understand right. there's things that we have to change in order to make them feel comfortable and not feel violated anymore. Hundred percent. Now DL Hughley saying I would have done this. How does that undermine what you just said? Because essentially what he's doing is saying the way that Terry Crews handled it wasn't enough. No, he's saying the way Terry Crews handled it, I wouldn't have done it that yeah, way. Yeah, he's which is saying it's not enough. No, it's not. Because Terry Crews literally said he, because of his wife and he had, he spoke to his wife, they walked away, they left the party and DL Hughley is like, more should have been done. He's saying you should have put like hands on this guy. He never said you should have. He said, I yeah, would have. He said, I would have done this, but you're using the example of Terry Crews. Like if he had just went out and said, if anybody ever violated me, this is what I would do. Cool. So because you but Terry you're using in the sentence, you're using Terry the whole thing. Yeah, you're using Terry Crews, his specific situation as your example of this is what should have done or what I would have done in this situation specifically this, which is you saying Terry Crews didn't do enough. That's no, it's not. It's undermining. Well, Absolutely not. Well, let's agree to disagree because we're not gonna get anywhere if we keep. <laughs> well, you're saying one thing. I get it from both point of views. I personally would have kicked the shit out of the dude. That's just me. And look, do that, but that's me. If Terry Crews had beat the shit out of the dude, I wouldn't be mad at him. The dude I mean, deserved it. That's a teachable it. lesson too, right? Yeah, that's a teachable the lesson. The dude deserved it. Like I wouldn't be mad at him at all. I'm just saying, it's undermining. Everyone's well, on notice. That's all it is. Everyone's on notice to do some. Don't touch shit. DL. Hey, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> All right. I don't know about a good time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we'll get to the last thing. Um, so last thing, our um, final thoughts for Super Bowl. Not well, we kind of did that first, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. We won. I don't bet against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm going with the Rams. That's Pretty my final simple. thought for them. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams. Six rings. You get no. I want to see history, man. I want to see history. He's not he, gonna have. He six did rings. it with five. I want to see more history. Six rings. He'd be, he's technically the first quarterback to get five. He's the first quarterback he, to be careful do what nine you say, Super Tyler. Bowls. Let's be the first one to get six rings, man. Yeah, but he lost against some some teams that. that great defenses. Not. Great defenses. <laughs> yeah, I guess. great defenses. All Patriots games have been decided in less than a score. That Spygate helps. What 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 trick are they gonna come up with now? Gonna put AstroTurf or something? Drones. 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 What? What is Dude, it? I don't be? care, man. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> All right. I guess Bill Cosby tried, but I'm just saying. We could, <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Just had to say you, you put it out there. 
He cheated the game, right? So <laughs> no, what? Hey, it's all in the game. Hey, it's man. all in the game. It's all in the game. Put <laughs> you put that out there. I'm talking about Tom <laughs> Thomas Brady. Hey, all right, let's wrap this up. We'll let's talk wrap. about people in jail. Let's wrap it up. Final thoughts, gents. I don't know. Good luck, Rams. They deserve it if they win. If they don't, they did a hell of a job this season. They should still be proud of their efforts. I um. Want the Rams to win? Um, it's not. It's not necessarily because it's Tom Brady. I just want something different. Like we got the Eagles last season and Patriots, and we get Patriots again. Let the new the new quarterbacks win some shit. I don't believe in uh, handouts. If you want it, go out there and earn it, Rams. I won't be mad if you guys win. It'll be great for you guys. Sean McVay was a great coach. The, the last time the Rams earned it, it was cheating involved. <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, my friend. Okay. Right. The, the two but like I said, I'm the better I cheater. Look, it's when it comes down. To hey, it. these are my final thoughts. Thank you very much. I like the Rams. <laughs> They're a great thoughts. team. I like their defense. <laughs> hey, Akeem Talib, if you could get another one, that's my boy. You got you got a special place in my heart. Oh, here to the end of the day. Hey, my final thoughts. Thank you very much. Groupy Tom love. Brady, get number six, man. Go out there and do it. Make some fucking history. Oh, please. All right. I think we're good. We Gucci, baby. All right, everyone. Oh, wait. One last thing. Guys, seriously, Black History Month. As Canadians, we have a jaded view on how great this country has been to, like, black people. Oh, Lord. Or people of color in general. <laughs> Do your fucking research and understand that it has been a long process to get to where we are and still a long process yet to go. Mm -hmm. As far as not just ourselves, but all people of color in general. But. It's February. We made it through January. Y'all should celebrate y'all blackness year-round, not just one month. Fuck out of here with Why that. Why you so preach, salty, man? Preach. Why are you so salty? Because it's bullshit, bro. Preach. They give you the shortest month of the year, the coldest month of Yo, the year. Yep. Black excellence <laughs> preach, all together, bro. man. You, no. Dude, we talk black excellence no. all the time. You want to talk about Black History Month? This month in Chicago, there should be no murders. Talk some shit that's real sensible. No fucking... All this bullshit, bro. This like has, trying to flower it up. Dreams, dreams of grandeur. Fuck. Well, clearly fuck. you have the same. But I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Celebrate black. your blackness. I'm stating be a black, fact. It is be Black proud, History Month. Be happy year round. Why is a black person? Are you mad that it's Black History Month? I am mad at it. I think it's insultive for them to give us one month. Insulting? I don't insulting. Sorry, and I don't. Get the fuck out of here. You're the one who's. Anyways, anyways. I'm not gonna. You, you're gonna get me <laughs> huh? tight. And this whole thing huh? is already. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Up. Huh? Bro, chill. What? Chill. Huh? You don't end up like Jesse Smollett, bro. Chill. Wow. wow. Jesse S <laughs> Wow. <laughs> a joke, bro. Wow. Inciting hate crime. Hey, don't be mad. We were no, just, but I'm just yeah, saying, like, fun, I, 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 don't, I don't celebrate this type of thing because I think it's pathetic. I think for a lot of people, this is the only time they actually take time to appreciate their blackness or look into what black people has contributed to, to the world. I think this is something that should be done daily, year round, and Time that's schools. all I'm saying. Look, I'm not, you're not going to get an argument from me from that. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. So I'm therefore you. But can't that doesn't mean I'm not going to acknowledge black. But history you can't serve two masters, bro. You guys always want to serve everybody and be on good. How is term. how is me acknowledging Black History Month me serving two masters? Because that's undermining the fact that you should ap appreciate your blackness year round. Period. I do appreciate my blackness. No, but you should. That's what you should preach. Around. Don't preach this bullshit. I'm talking about it's Black History Month. But it is. 
fuck out of here for you. I'm literally only stating for a fact. For you, it is not for me. I'm literally only it's stating February a fact. It's February 1st. That's all it all is. All right, Malcolm and Luther, relax. Like, yo, why is he mad, bro? It's it's Black History Month. <laughs> it's Black History right. Month, January. A black man me. angry, that's Black History Month. He's kind of right. hotep about Matt, this shit. Wrap us up. Yeah, do something good for once. <laughs> why is he so aggressive, man? Man. You need a vacation, my guy. All right. To pay for All right, guys, you know where you can find us. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube. YouTube. We're on everything major as far as the audio goes. I'm your boy, Matthew. Tell your friends, tell your pets, tell your family to listen and share the Don't Be Mad podcast. Peace, y'all. We out. Love is love. Take care.